Welcome back to the Minutes Report. This is Danny B, your host. And it's been a long time since I um, uploaded an episode. It's just been really crazy for me. My wife's making faces at me. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time that I do an uh, episode. I've been just all over the place <laughs> regarding work and stuff. And I really don't want to bore you guys with that. So um, there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. Um, and that includes movies all the way, you know, to all the kind of things that I'm excited about, stuff like that. So I'm going to jump right into it because, you know, I don't like making my episodes too long. I'm, I'm trying to jump back into my routine here. Every time I try to do that, something happens and I'm not able to come through and stuff. So those of you that have, you know, I've been checking and those of you that have really been listening since even since the last time I uploaded I've just had a lot of people listening here and there and for those of y'all I appreciate it it's much appreciated um so I want to start off with one of the biggest things that um everyone is talking about right now and that has to do with Avengers Spider-Man supposedly is now no longer uh going to be a part of uh the MCU, right? The Marvel Cinematic Universe. And well, people are saying that it's Sony's fault, it's Disney's fault for not coming to an agreement or it's Sony's fault. But a lot of people are hating Sony. Keep in mind I don't like Sony very much. <laughs> I'm not a Sony guy, you know. Their PlayStation, I got to give it props, PS4. It's really cool, plays very nice. Don't have a lot of friends on there, so I really don't play it on there that much. But um, anyway, people are saying that it's Sony's fault uh, because they're being greedy, you know, because they own the rights to Spider-Man and they don't want to share with Disney, you know, all of this. And they're, they're wanting to keep all the money for themselves. And I just got to say, guys, it's not the case. It's not the case, at least to what we generally know of what was going on with these deals and stuff. So basically, Sony and Disney had a deal. Let's let me let me actually let me Google it so I can just really say it as verbatim as I can. Let me see. All right. So let's see if I can pull it up. You know what? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say what I said on Facebook. Just because I got, and I'm not, and I'm not the one who wrote this. The, this guy was researched by someone that I saw on this other website. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to post it just because I feel like people should know. But so basically this was kind of, you know, more or less the old deal that we know about. Right. And those of you that, you know, know more can correct me if I'm wrong. So Disney and Sony had his deal for all the Spider-Man movies that came out. Disney would make only 5% of the, the 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 box office sales on the first day of opening meaning on the premiere meaning friday premiere day right or early or you know late thursday night to all day friday that first day of showing disney was going to make 5% of all the box office sales right and if and and if you think about that is that a lot no it's not a lot right it's 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 almost nothing and which is what a lot of people are thinking, like, oh, okay, so Disney's making uh, 5% only on all of these movies? Well, that of course they want more. Well, that's wrong. So this was a deal. They were making that, 
plus all of the money on merchandise, meaning all of the toys, all of the backpacks, all of the lunchboxes, all of the Spider-Man dildos, everything that had to do with Spider-Man, Disney was making the money off of that, plus 5% of the box office records on opening day. So when you come down to estimate, you know, what they made on the Spider-Man movie since, you know, what the first one was, which one was what, Civil War, all the way to, you know, this last one, Endgame, or no, actually Homecoming 2, or what is it, Far From Home, which I still haven't seen, <laughs> forgive me, I'm not a huge Tom Holland guy, he's cool, you know, but Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies just hit the spot for me. I know Spider-Man 3 was a disaster. <laughs> But it was it's still enjoyable to watch, you know, like I I mean and the new ones, like I said, they're they're cool too. But I don't know, it's just not this I'm not feeling the nostalgia that, you know, I I feel with and obviously it has to do with because I saw the Sam Raimi films first with Toby Maguire. So I'm gonna read uh you know, this little phrase that I put on Facebook. For those against Sony over Spider Man leaving the MCU now, this is what somebody posted. Not actually fair. In fact, Sony was losing, but they still went with it. Disney is the one that was winning way more money, but wanted even more. Let's take a look at Far From Home, which is the newest Spider-Man movie that came out. Keep Again, I haven't seen it. The box office broke the record of $1 billion. Now, let's take into account the cost of production, which was financed by Sony. A lot of people don't understand this. People are thinking that Disney's paying all of the money to make these Spider-Man movies. Wrong. Sony is the one paying the money to make these movies. Disney's making them. Sony is financing them. So they're putting up all of the money, or have been at least up until this new deal, if there is one yet, or I don't know what the deal with that is. But So take into account the, re- the cost of production, which was financed by Sony, value of $160 million. Okay, now the, that, this is taking the last movie, Far From Home. Now, value of $160 million. Now, the cut from Disney, which was 5%, so it would be $1 billion minus $160 million minus $50 million. Now, this is how he worded, okay? 5% of a billion, 5% times a billion. So, Sony made a profit of about $840 million out of $1 billion box office, right? A profit. We're talking about profit. Now, Disney owns 100% of the merchandise, which the value is double that of the post, the, the box office. He put post office, but it's box office. Made the double of the total box office in merchandise and $50 million from the box office, meaning $2.05 billion. This is a lot of numbers to, to understand. So this here's basically what the gist is. Sony allegedly made around $840 million off of this, off of this movie. Disney made $2.05 billion, and Disney still wanted more. That's that's the more the most accurate store uh you know news little story slash what's going on with this deal that I've seen. I think Disney's going way over the top, man, because Disney wants more money. And how do I know that? Because you just look at what's going on around. They're making all of these movies that they made 30 years ago, and they're trying to make more money off of them. They're, they're just recycling old crap that nobody wants to see. You know, they made Aladdin, the live-action Aladdin. Still haven't seen it. Heard it wasn't that good. And for those of you that think it was good, I'm sorry, but it wasn't memorable enough to even be talked about because no one ever talks about it. We have Lion King, which I heard was, eh, it's like watching... Discovery Channel or something, or National Geographic, National Geographic, which I, I, which is as, as a matter of fact, I told myself that like, oh my God, 
why are we, we making why are they making this movie? It's just like watching a freaking documentary with talking animals. And that's exactly what people are saying about it. Uh, you know, they have that. They li- the live action Lion King, the live action Aladdin. Now we're getting a live, we got a live action Dumbo, which I haven't seen. Have you seen any of those? I, my wife hasn't seen any of them. I haven't seen any of them. So we got a live action Dumbo, a live action Aladdin, which I heard on another podcast that I listened to is getting a sequel, which I don't understand why. And then we're, we have a live action, uh, I think we're getting a live action Little Mermaid, if I'm not mistaken. We're getting a live action, you know, why? Why are we making, what's next, a live action Toy Story? Like, a, which one? A dog? Oh, they're making a live action of uh, Lady and the Tramp. Like, dude, we do not want to see this shit all over again, bro. Like, who wants to see these live action movies again? Are they really making that much money off of them? Now. I know they are giving these movies to good directors, you know, to do the most that they could, they can, you know, people that want to do good with the movie. But we don't want to see old recycled movies just so they can make more money. Now, this is a part of me that hates Disney right now. They want to control everything. They want to control Spider-Man. They want to control, which keep in mind, Spider-Man has done really well through a Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, what, what movies did we come out on? He came out on Civil War. Um, what else? Uh my mind is running a blank right now. Captain America Civil War. And then he came out in, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming. He came out in Avengers Infinity War. He came out in Endgame. And he came out in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. If I'm missing one, please, you know, feel free to message me on Instagram at Menace the Danny. Anyway, it's a lot of movies, right? That's more movies than... Sam Raimi did more movies than The Amazing Spider-Man with, uh, what's his name, Andrew Garfield, which <laughs> I thought was really bad. I don't like that. I don't like those movies at all. But basically the side of me that hates Disney is the side that what they want to make money and they're giving the people crap, you know, and we got to deal with it because we're the ones going to the to the movies, you know, we're the ones paying for it. And for those of you that don't care about these movies or Disney, I'm very sorry, but I really had this on my mind and everyone's talking about it. And I'm sure most people that are hearing this do care about it because it's all over the the internet. Oh my God, Sony this, Sony that, Sony's so selfish. Let me tell you something. What else does Sony have going for itself other than Spider-Man? What, the PlayStation 4? Okay, what? What else? There's nothing Sony really has going for them. You know, of course, they do make a lot of other products, not just in video games. You know, they're talking about TVs and all all kinds of appliances, I believe. Phones, which that, you know, they're not very good on that end of the spectrum. But, you know, if you have a really good product and you own it, why not, you know, try and make smart deals so that you can continue being profitable, you know? That's the way I see it. Why, why is it Sony's fault that Disney wants more money? Just because Disney did a good job with it, they have to get more money? I don't know about that, man. Because supposedly Disney came back, okay, now not only do we want 5%, we want half of everything, of all the box office and the merchandise. You know, like, what what the hell, dude? Like, how much? Sony's going to go home with scraps? Well, at least we got to pay our, you know? I don't know. That's the side of me that hates Disney right now. The same side that, you know, they're ruining Star Wars, the story. And I don't think it's Disney per se. They just give it to the wrong people. You know, Ryan Johnson, please do not ever step into another studio and have anything to do with a Star Wars film ever again. But, you know, that's the part part of me that hates Disney. Now, I want to move forward to the things I'm excited about. I just wanted to talk about that amazing Spider-Man. I mean, the amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man thing, because a lot of people don't really know what's going on. Um, I'm not sure if 
Disney and Sony have come to some kind of agreement at this point. But, you know, hopefully they do because we all want to see Tom Holland. He's really cool, has really good chemistry with all of the, you know, all of the people that are in the MCU right now. I read an article yesterday or a couple of days ago, and I'm not sure if it's true or not. You know, I know Captain America, they kind of wrote him off, basically. Same thing with Tony Stark. Um, did I just, did I say, did I just say, yeah. Captain America and Steve, uh, I mean, Steve Rush, Captain America and Iron Man. So, Robert Downey Jr. and, what's his name? What's Captain America's name? I was going to say Steve Rush, but that's his real, that's his name of the freaking... Chris Evans, supposedly that they're really not going to be involved anymore, that that's it. They're cutting it off. You know, at least, you know, with the event of Infinity War, the snap, everyone just vanishes to dust. And like, oh, God, you know, what's going to happen? We don't know what's going on. Are they going to come back alive? Who's dead? Who's not? So there was that doubt in our mind, but there was also that hope that they could come back, right? So in this case, where Tony Stark, a.k.a. Robert Downey Jr., Captain America, a.k.a. Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Chris Evans, they said that they're done with the franchise and they're leaving the the movies. So now we know Iron Man's not coming back. We know Captain America's not coming back. Uh, do I really care about it the way I did? No, because there were very big reasons that I watched those movies. It wasn't Spider-Man. It wasn't, uh, what is this guy's name, Falcon or whatever, is this new Captain America guy. You know, the only other guy I thought was cool was Hawkeye. You know, I'm not very excited about the movies moving forward. Anyway... I'm super excited because a lot of projects have been announced and it's been like so long that we've been hoping for for these announcements and we always thought it would be a dream. So I want to start off, you know, since we're talking about Disney, I'm going to go off of that tangent a little bit. Uh, Disney, as you know, owns, you know, the rights to Star Wars. Um, they just bought Fox, Fox, you know, so X-Men and all of them, you know, Fantastic Four, blah, blah, blah. Who cares about that, right? I personally don't. I'm tired of seeing X-Men movies. I've seen, like, so many movies that have come out there that I'm just like, dude, how many X-Men movies are there going to be? And at what point are they going to, you know, meet someone else other than the X-Men? Anyway, so Disney's launching its service called Disney Plus sometime in September, October, November. I'm not exactly sure. You know, for they're going to be the, the base price is like six ninety nine. Uh Disney Plus and... At first, I was like, well, I don't give a, I don't really care. I'm not going to watch Mickey Mouse on demand. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to buy that. But I didn't know that they were going to put all of these shows on there. They're going to put a lot of spinoffs from the Marvel movies, you know, the MCU specifically, not Marvel movies because that's very general at this point. For the MCU, those characters are going to have crossover shows on Disney+. Plus. So we're talking about Loki. I believe he getting, he's getting a show. Uh, there's going to be one with, like, uh, with uh Falcon, Bucky and Falcon or something like that with the new Captain America and um, the Winter Soldier. You know, I can't picture this Falcon, dude. What's his name, man? I think I'm saying it wrong. I call him Papa Doc. For any of you who've seen 8 Mile, he's Papa Doc to me and he's a punk. <laughs> Every time I see him, he's like, oh, there's Papa Doc trying to find this guy. Look, man, you can't rap. Put down your wings. Anyway. They're getting their own spin-offs, which is fine, which is cool, and it's definitely cool to see on a streaming service. I'm super excited about it. Not really excited though. What I'm really excited about is Disney just announced that Ewan McGregor or Ewan McGregor, I don't know how you say it, and please don't crucify me for this. 
Ewan McGregor is coming back to play Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, everyone loves Ewan McGregor from the, you know, the prequel trilogy, which is my favorite trilogy. I know people like the original trilogy a lot. I do too. I really do. But the prequel trilogy just made Star Wars cool to me. You know, the original trilogy of Star Wars. I'm sorry for those of you that don't care about Star Wars, but I really have to talk about this because it's big news. Um, the original trilogy with Darth Vader and all this, it was really cool, very, you know, inspirational and stuff. But when you go to the prequels, when you get all of these awesome lightsaber combat scenes and amazing music with John Williams, you know, it just, everything fits perfectly. And we get a masterpiece like Revenge of the Sith, which I thought was amazing. You know, the, one of the greatest fight scenes of all time, I think, Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Anakin Skywalker, right before he transitions to Darth Vader. I think that's the coolest thing ever. And... Ewan McGregor is the guy that played Obi-Wan, you know, hello there, you know, where he fights Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, he's all over the internet, everyone, you should, you should know who I'm talking about, this guy's coming back to play Obi-Wan on Disney+, Plus. I believe it's confirmed it's around 8 to 10 episodes that are going to come out on there, and gosh, I'm so, like, I'm so freaking excited, because it really is, it's, and it is based around, like, my nostalgia for the films and stuff, but, um, I'm very excited for for the for these movies to come out, for this show to come out. And you know, hopefully it does very well, and I'm I'm sure it's going to do well because the entire world is asking for this. The entire galaxy, <laughs> you know, is asking for this guy to come back to play Obi-Wan. And next thing you know, this guy's announcing it with Kathleen Kennedy on stage, I'm going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again. I almost crapped myself, you know. Keep in mind I was doing, you know, never mind. Anyway, this guy's coming back to play Obi-Wan. I'm very excited for that. I'm not sure what the show is going to be called, but it's going to be based, uh, I believe, eight years or something like that after episode three. So after, you know, Obi-Wan leaves um, Luke Skywalker with Uncle Owen on Tatooine, um, eight years after that, that's what this show is based around. That's the time period, which is so cool, man. I'm so excited to see him come back and reprise his role. You know, it's going to be super fun, and it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. That's the cool thing about it. So, Disney, I'm really hating you, but I'm also really loving you right now. I can't decide if I hate you, if I love you, if I, you know, but damn, I'm super. Then that's just one, right? So, they're also making another show of Star Wars called The Mandalorian. I'm not as excited about, but I'm still going to watch it because I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. So, I'm going to watch that show as well. You know, episode uh, nine is coming out, you know, The Rise of Skywalker, which, oh my God, I was, I am, even though I completely hated The Last Jedi. Episode seven, they butchered it. Brian Johnson, I hope, I hope you're you lose everything because of this, okay? But man, I hated that movie, and I was so excited to see it. You know, it's very hard for you to disappoint me when I'm so excited to see something for me to leave the theater and be like, God, I really hated that movie. I freaking hated it. Like, I I could not hate nothing more than I hated that movie. You know, and this time around. I know Ryan Johnson's not involved in the project. Episode 9, we're getting J.J. Abrams again, which, you know, he directed Episode 7, Force Awakens, which was amazing, by the way. I thought that movie was so good, how it, you know, kind of complemented A New Hope. You know, it kind of complemented the original trilogy. But a lot of people say it copied it. I don't care what they say. I think it did a good job. Am I talking a lot? <laughs> My wife's looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? I love how episode seven, you know, when it first came out after so much, so much time that we're even waiting for a Star Wars movie, 
it was so good. I thought it was funny. You know, Harrison Ford playing Han Solo, even though they killed him. You know, spoilers for those of you who haven't seen it after five years, you know, four years. You know, that really pissed me off because why do you have to kill him off? Why can't they just, why can't old characters from old movies, they, can, they can't just go off and just be happy? Like, all right, laters, Han Solo. All right, bye, kid, you know. Why do they have to die? Just because they're old? Just let them go and retire and real, you know. We're killing everyone off, okay? And I'm not liking that. Anyways, but anyway, aside from that, you know, one scene where Kylo Ren ignites his lightsaber in his rib cage or his chest or whatever it was, the movie was really cool. So I'm super excited for Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker, because the Emperor is coming back, allegedly. I mean, not allegedly. It's on the freaking movie poster, but some people are saying it's just going to be a Force ghost. I'm not super into the, all these theories because I don't have my time to waste on all this. Because guess what? You waste your time on all of these theories, and then the movie comes out completely not anything close to what you so you just waste it all the time so i'm not a theory guy i mean i like when they tell me about them but i'm not looking them you know watching 25 minute 30 minute videos on youtube about theories like you know oh snoke is actually mace windu except that he got you know ah, stupid and i'm not gonna waste my time with that but you know the emperor is coming back which you all know in the original trilogy of return of the jedi emperor dies darth vader throws him down the tubes or whatever and, you know and he becomes good again you know, Luke Skywalker was able to turn him back to the good or the light side or the good side, whatever you want to say, call it or whatever. But I'm super excited to see that. I really don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I, I There's a lot of crazy stuff happening with Star Wars right now. There was another video that showed Disney, I mean, I'm Disney, Daisy Ridley, who plays Rey, right? The, the hero of the new Star Wars movies. She's holding a red double-bladed lightsaber which I thought was a rumor, just a rumor, but then I saw the footage, and I was like, oh my god, she's wearing a cloak, and she has this double Darth Maul-esque lightsaber that folds open, kind of, and it has a same kind of lightsaber style that Kylo Ren uses, you know, it ignites the same way and burns the same, but it, it's crazy, you know, is, is she going to the dark side, is it just a vision, is she having, you know, internal struggles like Anakin was, are we going to see the same prequel trilogy all over again, which I hope that's not the case, but, you know, I'm super excited, there's a lot of hype around it, J.J. Abrams, I trust you, you know, so I'm super excited to see that. Episode 9, I believe they're going to make another trilogy. I'm not sure. I'm so confused already because they say it's the end of the saga, but then there's supposedly another uh, trilogy rumored to be, you know, again, Ryan Johnson. I hope not. I don't know if that's changed. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the side of Disney that I'm really excited about. And that's just one of the few things I'm still, I'm not, I'm not done, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of things I really want to talk about. Uh, let's see, how am I on time here? We're coming up on 23 minutes. Jesus. Okay. Um, there's another uh, another movie that I want to talk about. Well, there's several movies I'm going to talk about really quick. Um, before I talk about some movies that I recently saw that I really want to talk about. Um, Stranger Things 3 being one of those things. I know I'm very late because I've been very busy, but I still want to say my thoughts and stuff. But before that, um, I'm going to turn to our sponsor. Um, not turn to our, I'm not going to turn my head or anything like, I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> read, read our, uh, a message from the sponsor, Franker, and, um, we'll get to that. All right. So now that we're back from that, um, the movie I want to talk about is The Matrix. For those of you that are fans 
I know a lot of people hate the, you know, there's three movies. There's Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, and Matrix Revolutions. A lot of people hate the last two, you know, Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolutions. Ah, it was so, the story was so this and that, and the CGI this and CGI that. Bro, let's, let's look at the dates they came out, okay? Matrix, let's look at, Matrix came out, and everyone loves that. There's no question that nobody likes that, you know, and if you do, if you don't like it, you can go kill yourself. Just kidding, you don't kill yourself. Uh, okay, so The Matrix came out in 1999. Easily, you know, one of the first movies to break ground, you know, on, uh, you know, graphics. As far as, far as you know, what's that freaking word? Um, I don't want to say, what's the right word? You know, as the, the, Jesus Christ. Okay, I can't think of the word. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 my mind is running a blank. Um, but it's one of the first movies, you know, that introduced all of these action sequences and all of these, you know, uh, movie effects, you know, all, all of these components that, you know, are in all the movies that come out now, you know, like Fast and the Furious is not about cars anymore. It's about Vin Diesel jumping off buildings and The Rock flexing his biceps, you know, that's what the movies are about now. But Matrix broke ground on what is, you know, the sickest freaking action movie of its time. Now, Matrix Reloaded came out and let's look at let's look at that. I'm Googling here the date here because I'm not exactly sure what what date it came out. Matrix Reloaded came out th only four years later, okay? 1999 was Matrix. Matrix Reloaded was four years later. The reason I'm talking about this is because a lot of people say, oh, the CGI was horrible and, and it's so... E you know, let me tell you something, dude. For 2003, that movie that, that it came out, the movie was amazing. It was There was nothing that can compete with that. Even even still, four years later, after the original came out, you know, that, that the CGI was too much when he was fighting all the Smiths and stuff. Let me tell you something, man. That movie was freaking sick. And those who don't like it, you know, are just, you're just being salty, okay? That movie was really good um, action-wise, you know. It was really cool in a lot of fight scenes and a lot of, you know, we got Neo flying and transporting through dimensions and using doors and doing this and doing that, catching people from buildings. It was sick, dude. It was so sick. And then Matrix Revolutions came out, which I can probably agree with most people. Matrix Revolutions, my least favorite of the bunch, only because they spent most of the movie inside the real world and not in the Matrix, which is what I like to see. You know, I like to see Neo, you know, just busting it, killing it. You know, flipping this, flipping that, doing his karate, jujitsu, mushitsu, muchisi, whatever the hell he knows. Because apparently in the Matrix, you can upload any program into your mind. So he can literally learn anything within seconds. Imagine that. You know what? Teach me how to make a pie. You're good, Neil. You're going to make a, what flavor? Would you have apple pie? We have four recipes here, but if you want more, you're going to have, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can do. All right. Not just, you know, it's not going to, it's not limited to just fighting. Okay. You know, he can, if he wants, he can spawn a Starbucks coffee, even if there is no Starbucks in that, you know, matrix, you know, like he can invent it. I'm really getting off the topic here. Anyway, matrix is making a new movie with the same, you know, Keanu Reeves and what's her name? <laughs> I don't know her freaking name, dude. Trinity. That's all I know. I don't know her name. I don't even want to look it up. All right, let's look it up. You know, because I feel like I just dug myself a hole here. All right, so Trinity, her real name is... What the hell is it? Carrie Ann Moss. All right, so Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves, you know, are coming back to do another Matrix movie. A lot of people don't care. I am super freaking excited, dude. Anything Keanu Reeves comes out in is fire, okay? Have you guys seen John Wick? 
I was I, I hopped on that train very late. I thought it was just eh, because I didn't know it was a, you know he was a badass in that movie. I saw them recently, and damn, this dude, this Keanu Reeves is such a goat, bro. Anything he does, it's gonna be gold. Instant, instant, instant gold. You know what I'm saying? It's inst- instant money. There's no question about it. Anyway, they're making a new movie, and I'm very excited. Super freaking hype about it. I don't know when it's coming out or what it's gonna be about. You know, I'm excited to, you know, if Major, look at what Matrix did when it came out, you know, how long ago was it? Uh, what? 15, 18, I don't know how many years ago it came, it came out. Let's see, 99, 99, that's 10. 20 years ago it came out. What are they going to do with it in today's time? With today's technology, with today's advancements in uh, movie making, you know, if, if, if you want to put it that way. I'm super excited, you know, not excited to see Morpheus. I'll tell you that. I see that bald guy way too many goddamn times. <laughs> he's always got some smart ass thing to say, you know, like, where's Smith? And then he's always like, the question isn't where is Smith? The question is, what color is my shoe? You know, it's something, you know, I'm not a big Morpheus guy, you know, especially after Matrix Reloaded, he looked like a punk, you know. In the beginning, Matrix 1, he looked pretty cool, you know, he looked like a boss. Matrix 2 comes out. He looks like someone need, needing to be rescued, you know what I'm saying? And that's not what it's about. I know Neo's the badass, but everyone's got to be a little bit badass too, you know? Because they got, they're able to manipulate so much stuff. Anyway, I'm excited about that movie. For those of you that didn't know, yeah, they're confirmed, you know, Matrix. It's coming out. A new one, same cast. Not the whole cast. I don't know. I don't know if Agent Smith is coming out uh, again as, you know, uh, what's his name? Let me see here. I forgot his freaking name. Hugo Weaving is his real name. Sickest, one of the sickest villains, you know, Mr. Anderson. The human race is a cancer, a disease. You know, it's it's super cool. I'm super excited about it. You know, another movie that I know I already spoke about. I haven't really uh, seen much on it since then, but uh, Bad Boys 3 is coming out. And God can only hope we get a Rush Hour 3, Rush Hour 4 at this point. You know, but it's probably not going to happen. You know, Jackie Chan's older than him. <laughs> And uh, Chris Tucker, I don't know what he's doing. He's probably still in rehab, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm just kidding. He's not in rehab. I'm talking about Friday. You'll, you, you'll, if, you, if you've seen the movies, you'll understand what I'm saying. But, so there's that. Now, real quick, I want to transition into some movies that I saw. A show that I saw, Stranger Things, and a movie that I saw. Right? And I'm going to start with Stranger Things because it's going to trend. It's going to segue into the other movie that I recently saw. You know couple other movies that I saw and let me tell you something I'm really getting tired of all of this bad writing I don't know if it's bad writing or that's just what they're going for to piss off the audience you know Stranger Things 3 the worst one out of all of them for one simple reason every character in that show did a stupid decision a stupider decision than the character before them did the minute before you see what I'm saying like every character did the stupidest thing that they could have possibly ever done you know, and it just pissed me off. The entire the entire season three really pissed me off. You know, and you know one of the things one of the scenes that pissed me off is when uh, the sheriff was fighting one of these Russian dudes down there in that little base thing or whatever. And this this chick, you know, uh, Will's mom, she gets the gun and she's like, here. She throws it directly to the other guy. You know, like. She throws it to the wrong person, you know, like, is that just a, are you guys just being, is that lazy writing, or are you guys just really want to piss off everyone in the audience, you know, I don't know if it pissed everyone else off, it definitely pissed me off, 
You know, it did really piss me off. And it was just a lot of stuff like that. You know, every every freaking moment and the next, a stupider thing happens than the freaking moment before it, it did. You know, like, they're, everyone's about to die and then the girl's like, how about you sing the song for me? Tell me how. I freaking hate that, man. How about you? Hey, look, look, lady. Look, girlfriend, ex, whatever your name is. I don't know. Everyone's about to freaking die, okay? So how about you shove that song up your ass and you tell me the code because people are going to die. So you want me to spend an extra two minutes here singing this stupid song with you, you know? I don't know, man. It's just... And then my little brother started singing it. You know, I'm, I'm here at home and he's next to me like, ah, I just wanted to strangle him, you know? Season three, not a fan. Millie Bobby Brown, she got my props. She's, she's cool, man. I'm a big fan. Um... I have nothing against any of the actors. I think the whole cast is really cool. Um, nothing. I, I really don't have any problems with the cast. They're really all wonderful actors. You know, they they really bring that chemistry together. They have a chemistry, and it's really cool to see. But the writing side and what happens and the decisions these characters make really pissed me off, and it made me really not enjoy season three, even with a happy-slash-crappy ending like that. But um, they are making a season four, so I'm... I guess I'm not really looking forward to it. I'm, I mean, if it's there, I'll watch it. But um, so this goes into why are people making all of these movies where characters are doing the stupidest possible things, the stupidest things ever? Like, okay, so I saw, you know, 47 meters down, uncaged, you know, and this is the thing with scary movies. I love scary movies when the writer or the movie is able to put were they able how can i say this how can i say this without sounding like an idiot okay i mean <clears throat> i like it when the movie or the writers do a good job of not allowing me to see what i would do in that situation in the movie so that Everything, everything that happens, it comes as a surprise to me because it's like, well, I don't know what I would do in that position, right? I like when movies try and get to that place. Like, you know, like in the Michael Myers movies, I'm just like the Halloween movie that came out, you know, this last October. That was a freak. That's probably the best Michael Myers movie I've ever seen, man. It was amazing. I'm, and keep in mind, I've been seeing this movie since I was a kid, you know, and this, I was like, well, what would I do? Run down the freaking street, freaking run and scream for help, knock on someone's door. You know, it's it's like, what would you do? You know, like, I like movies when when they put they're able to say what would you this is what these characters are doing is it any different what you would do you know and it makes the movie a lot more spontaneous and makes it you know surprising when things happen but when a movie just kind of like is predictable like oh why are they doing this stupid decision why are they doing this stupid like in 47 meters down there was just one stupid decision throughout the whole movie but it was enough to where I can live with it you know they made a stupid decision into by the way these are very big spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen 47 meters down, um, Uncaged, which is a sequel to the first one. The first one was okay. It wasn't that great. This one was way better. Um, for those of you who haven't seen Stranger Things 3, I'm sorry, but if you haven't seen it by now, you just really don't care probably. Um, so the whole premise of this this new 47 meters down movie is that you know they find this underwater city. And these girls are supposed to go on this boat ride, but they decide to sneak you know into this... Uh, 
other part of the island where they, there's this underground city that one of their dads discovered that they're not supposed to they're supposed to stay away from it basically so they go into this swimming hole and then they find this scuba gear and they're like oh let's swim down there and like no you know that's stupid it's like no there's an under- underwater city down there and you know it's prehistoric let's go down there just one lap around and we'll come back up you know I, if i was there i'd be like look man that's the dumbest goddamn thing you could have ever told me to do man uh, why would you tell me to do that because guess what everyone fucking dies in that movie you know <laughs> i'm sorry if i'm spoiling it for you guys i mean if you haven't seen it by now again you probably don't care but um and not almost i mean most mostly everyone dies okay but that was the only decision because once they went down there i was the entire movie i was on edge i was getting anxious my wife was having a heart attack next to me there was it was very it was a very good movie in the sense of damn, what would I do? I don't know what I would do in that freaking situation. They Basically, they're, they're underwater, and then, you know, the big shark comes and collapses everything, and they get trapped under there, so they have to use the limited amount of air they have and find their way out while there's, like, a million prehistoric sharks trying to eat them, which is a really cool premise if you think about it. The entire movie, I was like, oh, my God, what are they going to do? How are they going to ever survive this? You know, and then I saw Crawl. And then I saw Crawl at the dollar movies, mind you. I paid a dollar for this movie, okay? With taxes, a dollar and eight cents, maybe. So I waited, you know, and I was trying to watch this movie for a while. I just never had the time. And then I caught it at the dollar movies. Everyone that watched it told me that it's a great movie. It's a horrible movie. Don't watch it. Big spoilers here. Big spoilers um, for people that haven't seen Crawl. It's at the dollar movies. Again, I say for the millionth time, third, fourth, fifth time. If you haven't seen it by now, you probably don't care. Everything that this character does, and any every character, for the most part, in this movie is the wrong decision. And it's not like, oh, man, like, it's it's either like this way or that way. It's barely like, you don't you really wouldn't know what to do. It's the, clearly the most predictable wrong decision anyone could ever do. You know, basically, they there's a hurricane, and they get trapped in their basement with crocodiles swimming in from this drain pipe. And everyone starts dying, you know, people that are trying to help them, and they get trapped in the water, and crocodiles. Anyways, man, like, it's the, I don't even know how to talk about it without, you know, getting pissed off, to be honest. Everything this girl did, you know, is, is very stupid. Everything. And as a matter of fact, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm not. I want you to, I mean, I already did to be honest with you. No, actually, I didn't. You know, go watch it. But every every decision that this girl made in that movie is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life, along with her father, who was trying to save a dog and lost his arm. You know, stuff like that. Like, come here, to- Toby, or Toto. Come here, Toto. And, all right, the dog is safe now, but now you don't have a goddamn arm. So, was it worth it? Okay, you can just go to the pound and get another one. You know, you can't get a pound and get another arm. I guarantee you, they're rare. You won't find another arm. Do you think you'll find an arm? I just annoyed my wife. I thought I really ranted about this movie walking out of the theater. As a matter of fact, when the credits rolled, I stood up and said, this movie sucked, like audibly around the entire auditorium. And my wife said everyone laughed. They probably didn't, but the movie was so bad. I mean, for example, they're trapped in their house, okay? They're trapped in their house that's flooding and it's, you know, everything is sealed. Their windows are closed. And there's a helicopter about 100 feet in the air. And she's screaming from inside her house near the water where there's presumably crocodiles or alligators, right? Because I believe crocodiles have a slimmer snout. Alligators have a wider snout, if I'm not mistaken. So they're alligators. I'm sorry. 
sorry for the whatever you know so this chick is screaming to the helicopter to the helicopter that's not only outside in the middle of a hurricane which <laughs> just that by itself right try calling someone outside in a hurricane <laughs> now imagine you're inside the house there's a hurricane outside, and he's in a helicopter, which is not already loud as it is, but it's 100 feet in the air. Do you really think he's going to hear your screams? You freaking moron. No. But guess who did hear the screams? The crocodiles or the freaking alligators. That, And as a matter of fact, as soon as she screamed, the alligator, oh, that's where you are. You know, did you know that even in a helicopter, it's so loud, people have to wear headphones just to sit talk to the person that's sitting next to them. That's how loud it is. So imagine the stupidity of this girl to scream giving away her position, you know, in the water at a from inside a house that is, you know, soundproof essentially to a helicopter 100 feet in the air that's on, you know, it's an in a hurricane. <laughs> so it's like what? Oh man, like I, I at the end of the at the end I was rooting for her to die. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was rooting for her to die. I'm not ashamed about it. I wanted the dog to die too. I do not recommend this movie at all, guys. Uh, it is really bad um, in every sense of the word, to be honest with you. And and this is sums up pretty much everything I've wanted to talk about, you know, movie-wise. It was a lot to take in. It's been a long time, you know, that I've been able to upload uh, again. Um, been very, you know, all over the place. And I just really want to say this real quick. I want to say a little story, you know, because I'm obsessed with Seinfeld. Um, I'm not sure anyone else out there is obsessed with Seinfeld. But I'm uh, horrifically and dangerously obsessed with Seinfeld. Um, It's just so funny, man. Like, I think the show really does hold its weight over time. And it's a very, uh, people say it's for very uh, intelligent, you know, people. So, uh I don't want to toot my own horn here, you know. Well, that movie, that show is very fun. It's very enjoyable. So basically, I felt like a George Costanza yesterday or today. You know, I felt that vibe because he's very cheap. I'm not cheap, but he's very cheap. Like, you know, there's this one episode where he he goes up to the cashier at this coffee shop and he's like, "Hey, you know what? Um, I gave you a twenty, but you only gave me change for a ten. And she's like, "No, I didn't." And she's like, "Yeah, I did. I drew some lips on it." Turns out at the end he never actually did. He's he gave he, she she did give him the right change. She had the twenty somewhere else. Anyway, the point is, at work, right? There's this guy that sells burritos, comes to our office, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I have this, this, and this. Which one do you want?" We pay him. End of story, right? So, I felt like a George Costanza in the sense that this guy freaking ripped me off, okay, for five dollars, okay. And it's not about the $5, believe me. I don't care about no $5. But it's the principle. What kind of a society do we live in where people are not returning the right... You know, I feel like, you know, it's it's a very Seinfeld-esque, you know, little mini episode that can happen there because I owed him $6, okay? That was including for the day before and for t- yesterday and for the day before to get my, my burritos and my stuff, whatever. So I owed him $6. My wife's, you know, making me faces. But... You know, this really bothered me because so I gave the guys I was trying to give the guy six dollars. I had just gone to the bank right before taking out 20. So I was going to give him six. I had two fives and I had three fives and the rest were ones. And I was going to give this guy a six, a six dollars. 
And somehow I gave him two fives by accident and a one. So I ended up giving him $11 instead of $6. So this freaking piece of crap, because this, this is the thing. So when you give him your money, he says he checks it, but no, he doesn't. He doesn't check it. There's no check. No check. There's no check. He just rips it out of your hand and shoves it in his pocket. Doesn't even look, which can either go for your benefit or not. Because if you, But I guarantee you, if you give him a dollar less, he's going to notice that. He's like, hey, look, man, you're 50 cents short. Stop playing around, okay? So I gave him $11 by accident. I didn't realize until he left. Considering this guy never answers his phone, assuming he even has a phone, I was not able to contact him to say, hey, you know what? I accidentally gave you an extra five. I gave you $11 instead of six. You know, whatever. So I was going to wait till today, till today in the morning, you know, to tell him, hey, you know what? Hey, I accidentally gave you $5 too much. So what can we do? So basically he comes and I tell him, hey, hey man, I just want to let you know that yesterday I owed you $6, but I gave you 11 by accident, meaning I gave you an extra five and a one. So I gave you two fives and a one. I gave you $11 by accident. I only have $9 here in my hand, meaning I gave you 11 because I had just taken out money just for you. It was all going to be for you anyway. This money was to pay for your burritos every day. But you just, you didn't check, you know, because he literally, as soon as I said, I was taking it out of my wallet. I was trying to like move the, the bills around with two fingers to see how much it was. And he rips it out of my hand and shoves it in his pocket. And I'm like, eh, I think I gave him six. All right. And then I come to find out I gave him 11. Bastard, okay? So when I tell him today, he says, nope, nope, no, you didn't. And I'm like, oh, hold, hold up. Yeah, I did. I gave you an extra five. And then he's like, no, no, you didn't. And I'm like, well, yeah, I did. I promise you I did. He says, no, because every time you pay me, I check how much it is before I, not like, and that's, that's when he lied to me, bro. Because one thing is to say, well, I mean, how do we know you're not lying? Or how, I don't know. I mean, I don't remember. And then I would have been like, you know what? Just forget about it. It's all water near a bridge, as Kramer would say, right? It's all water under a bridge. Just forget about it. Give me, you know, papas con chorizo, you know, and a Coke. And we'll call it a day. And I'll pay you again. Who cares? But no, he freaking lied to me. He says, no, every time... I get money, I count it to make sure it was the right amount, and I put it in my pocket. And he straight up lied to me because he ripped it out of my hand and shoved it in his pocket without looking. You know, and this guy's, you know, kind of passive-aggressive, if you ask me, okay? So, did it bother me? Yeah, it bothered me. It did. Because not only did he lie to my freaking face, now he's he's $5 richer, okay? What, what if, you know, he buys a, a lottery ticket with those goddamn $5 and he wins the lottery? That's my freaking winning winning lottery ticket. You see what I'm saying? Because he used my $5. What if he didn't, I get it. What if I, what if I gave him the right amount of, you know, what I owed him? He wouldn't have had enough for that ticket, the lottery ticket. This is, of course, all water, you know, it's assuming he wins the lottery. But it's the principle of the thing. You don't lie about something like that, you know. And he's he didn't he wasn't very graceful about it either, okay? And I'm I'm just really <laughs> it really freaking bothered me, and it, I found comedy I mean not comedy I found it I found it comedic, in the sense that it was very Seinfeld esque George Costanza, you know, I was laughing at myself in the car because I was just like this, and I'm just I'm like literally driving leaving the office today, and I'm like what kind of society do we live in where people just take money from other people? And I was the George Costanza inside of me came out. And I ranted to myself for about a couple minutes. It's $5, right? Who cares? But it's the principle 
of the thing. Because what if I gave him a $100 bill by accident? That's $100. What if I gave him 100 What is he going to say? No, I didn't. I counted it. Oh, yeah, did you count 106? You got the, you know? So, I don't know. But y'all people are selling burritos out there, trying to stunt on me, man, hustling out there, okay? Because y'all already selling the damn Coke cans are worth 50 cents for 250 okay? Y'all making a lot of profit on all these. Now, okay, I'm, I'm going to say this. He does charge a good amount for what he sells. But he hustled me, all right? And I don't like that. I don't like being hustled. If you're going to hustle me, hustle me and don't let me find out, okay? But you hustle me, bro, because I'm telling you, hey, you know what? You made this mistake and you just blatantly just say, no, I didn't. And then you freaking lie to my face. That's very different, you know? So I'm not ever buying from him again. I'd rather pay 20 times what I paid him for a different burrito just to not give him my money, you know? So, you know, and at, at the end of the day, right, what okay i'm one customer he probably makes so much more off of other people and i just started working there too so he probably hasn't he, he doesn't see me as you know a lot of my, but keep in mind i eat every day and i buy a burrito every day and i buy a coke every day so imagine that's five times a week three dollars a day for 52 weeks that's approximately 800 to 900 dollars a year that he lost over five dollars all right over five dollars because what if I was lying? What if he could have just been like, you know what? I don't know, man, but don't worry. I'll give it to you as credit. You know, I'll just credit you and you just get burritos until that $5 runs out, whatever. But no, no, there's no credit, no credit, no admitting, no sympathy, nothing. So I'm officially cutting ties with the organization of whatever his name of his business is out of his van. <laughs> I, that's mean. Everyone does that either, man. But anyway, I don't like that he did that. So I just wanted to share that with you because I thought it was funny for those of you that are Seinfeld fans. I kind of experienced that in real life, kind of. Except I was right this time. I didn't have a five laying around there or anything. You know. That's all the time I have for today. Um, I, I don't like making anything longer than 40, 50 minutes. It's probably a little bit longer than that. Um. Like I said, I, I've been very busy. I'm trying to get back on schedule with this because I've had this podcast for like two years already. It's just been very spotty. You know, I'm not able to keep up with it sometimes. And I've been transitioning to another job and this and that. And just sometimes I want to spend time with my family or just relax. And I, I just really don't have the time to podcast, you know, the way I was before. But I'm, I'm trying to organize my schedule a little more. Hopefully I can move things around. But... um. I will see Spider-Man Home, uh, Far From Home. Still haven't seen it. Not a huge fan of Tom Holland. That's why. I don't think he's a bad actor. I just I'm not a fan of that f that vision of Spider-Man. Does that? I don't know if that makes sense. Even though it's most true to the comics, I know. Blah blah blah. I just think Tobey Maguire was, you know, he was cool, man. You know, MJ. You know, <laughs> wake up, little spider. All right. Anyway, that's all the time I have for today. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram if you, or Twitter. I believe they're the same username. Um, if you guys ever want me to talk about any specific movie or what my thoughts are on a TV show, anything like that, um, anything. I, I This show is about nothing. Essentially what Seinfeld is about is what this podcast is about. It's about nothing. It's about nothing and everything. So, you know, without further ado, um, I think I'll call this my exit. I'll catch you guys next week you know if all goes well and thank you guys for listening oh and my 
<laughs> I didn't tell you guys my username. My Instagram and Twitter username is Menace the Danny. Kind of like Dennis the Menace, except instead of Dennis, it's Danny. And instead of Danny the Menace, it's backwards. Menace the Danny. At Menace the Danny, Instagram and Twitter. And I'll catch you guys next week. Laters.